too. Praise the Lord. All right, let's get into the word on today. Y'all ready? All right. Take your Bible, iPads, whatever you're, you're using today. Uh, hold it over your head. Say this with me. This is my Bible. I believe the words in it. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. I believe there's power in the word of God. I'm about to receive the seed of the word of God. And the devil cannot steal, will not steal my seed. But I will prosper from what I receive today. And from this moment forward, I'll never be the same. Say it loud. The word of God is the answer. The answer is in the word. Amen. Amen. New series of teaching that we're starting on today. Very excited about it. Uh, give me until next week and then I'll be sharing my notes with you guys. I really want you to lean in real I say that all the time, but it's just so important that you lean in real heavy. We're going to start a series of teaching entitled The Fundamentals of Faith. Come on, say The Fundamentals of faith. Turn to Romans chapter 1 verse 17. We'll use this as a foundational text for our series of teaching. This is going to be a three-part teaching in part one. We're going to today, which is today, we're going to look at faith defined. In part two, we're going to teach on developing faith. And then in part three, we're going to talk about activating faith for manifestation. How many of you want some things in your life? How many of you want to live better and see some things matter? Hey Amen. We're going to teach you how to activate faith from manifestation in your life. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. When you got it, say I got it. When you're ready, say come on. You need more time, say wait a minute. Okay, I will. The rapture won't. You know that. You know it ain't waiting for nobody. Got to be ready. <laughs> All right, it's going to be important today that you follow along. They're, they're, they're maneuvering through. I think we found out what the problem is for our technical difficulty. Y'all spoil. I already told you, you know, y'all spoil. Y'all a little bougie because y'all like them screens. We don't have the day, so you're going, you know, you're going to have to go through that Bible today. Amen. All right, here we go. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Uh, it, let's all read it together. Ready, read. For in... Oh, y'all got therein. Okay, so let me read it from my translation. I'm not sure which one. For, for in... Well... We can read it together because we have the same translation. Ready, read. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Uh-huh. As it is written, the just shall live. The just shall live by faith. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, he's quoting Habakkuk 2 and 4, the just shall live by faith. Come on, say that. The just shall live by faith. Say it again. The just shall live by faith. One more time. The just shall live by faith. So the scripture is clear that you and I, the just, we are supposed to live by faith. Here's my opening statement. The fundamentals of faith is a foundational teaching of the ABCs of faith. The objective of this three-part series is to teach the believer what faith is, the importance of faith, how faith works in our individual lives, how it is applied corporately, and how to grow and develop faith for serving and for manifesting the promises of God. Listen to this. Faith is the single most important message to the believer. The single most important message. After a person gets saved, 
the message that they need to hear and become resolute in, in their spirit, man, is the message of faith. Just like when a child comes out the womb, they some come out already breathing, some have to be activated. That breath has to be activated because they're coming out of one state of being into another state of being. And whereas they were using the uh, embryonic fluids or whatever that was inside of the mother as a source of life, they are now born into a new dispensation of life they're out of that womb they're born into and now they have to learn how to breathe on their own faith is breathing for the believer when you get saved you need to learn how to live this life and the just come on shall live by so faith becomes the single most important message to the believer now watch this it is how we believe God it is how we receive and walk out salvation. It is how we approach God and how we acquire kingdom promises. Nothing, nothing in the kingdom or in the life of the believer happens apart from faith. Listen, say that with me. Nothing in my life as a child of God happens apart from faith it's not God gonna do it when he gets ready God has already done everything that he's ever going to do for your life and for the world already he declared the end from the beginning he's already done your life and God is finished but we access what God has finished in our lives what God has set up for us we access that by faith and nothing in life, nothing in the believer's life happens apart from faith. Everything about your new life in Christ is a life of faith. Now, today is about us just simply getting a general understanding of what faith is. That's all. This is the ABCs. Now, now to my, to my, um, my more seasoned saints, I know you like you think you got this. No, you don't. The Bible says, let us give heed to the things that we've heard. At least at any time, we should let them slip. So you can let some stuff slip. I was watching a video. I was watching a video uh, where they had this little skip thing going on, right? And they were doing to the older people to see if they knew how to skip. Did you, any of y'all see that video? I think my, my daughter may have shared it with me. And they showed a video of an older man. And they, he was in the office, the boss man. And they was asking the boss man to skip. And he... he See, he hadn't done it in a while. He hadn't exercised that type of activity, so it slipped. So just because you think that you've been in church 5, 10, 15 years don't mean that you hadn't let some stuff slip. So we all going to treat this, and, and you know, football season has started roll tide, and, and, and no matter, no matter if, if you are a, a seasoned football player or if you just coming on the team, everybody has to go through the fundamentals all over again. Those who are on the team who have been on the team don't sit on the sideline and wait for those who just came on the team to run through the fundamentals. We all run through the fundamentals to... We have to all run through the, so I'm running my whole church through the fundamentals of faith together. Hallelujah. Now, I want to I go back to this, this, this statement because it's important. It, it's the springboard of how we're going to move today. 
Nothing in the kingdom of God happens apart from faith. You got to get that. Now, now, listen, listen, listen. God, God, uh, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Uh, four, four and five, I'm sorry, says, For as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office, so we being many are one, and every one member is one of another. How many of you will agree that you have a left foot and a right foot? How many of you agree? How many of you agree that should be every hand in the house? You know, I know some of you move like you got two left feet, but I get it. Uh, but, but now, they're both called feet, right? One left, one right, or foot. They're both, you know, but, but how many of you will agree that although they're both called the same, they don't do the same thing, right? This, this one on the right side of the body has a responsibility to the right side. This one on the left side of the body has a responsibility to the left side. And if you try to switch them up, now where am I going with this? Where, where am I going with this? God, God gives every man of God an assignment. God gives every man of God an assignment and, 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 and my assignment is to teach you the word of God. My assignment is to teach you faith. And you may go some other places and they may say something different. You may, many of you have heard God going to do it when he get ready. I, I need you to hear me, precious people. Those of you that are called to write, that's not Bible. That God going to do it when he gets ready. That's, that's not scripture. That, what, what happens is we read in the Bible where God talks in foreknowledge. Well, he'll say about this time next year. Well, that's God talking in foreknowledge because he knows that about that time next year, some things that are, are going to transpire that will put them in faith about that time. That doesn't mean that that time next year God going to do it whether we want it done or not. No, 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 no. God is in control of everything that's outside of the earth. That's why we can't choose when the sun is going to set, nor when the sun is going to rise. We can't determine when the season is going to come because everything outside of the earth, God is in control of. But everything in the earth, man is in control of. And with our faith, we make active and manifest in our lives those things that God has already prepared for us. Now, you're going to see this. I need you to trail with me and lean in and listen to some stuff because... With that mindset, you're wondering when it's going to happen. And I come bearing good news today that it's going to happen when you release faith for it. Now watch this. Let me prove this out. Nothing in the kingdom of God happens apart from faith. Now watch this. Acts 17. Let's connect the dots because you know the Bible is a progressive revelation. And we got to move with the scripture. We got to connect the dots, right? Now watch this. Acts 17, 28 says, in him... We live and move and have our being. What do we do? We do three things. In him, where are we at? Where are we at with this? Where are we at with this? Let's locate ourselves first. Come on, talk to me, church. Let's locate ourselves. Where are we at first? We're, we're in him. So we're not talking about in the world. I, I'm, not, I'm preaching to the world. I'm not talking to those of you who just want to be secular. I'm talking to those of you who have made a decision that I'm going to be in him. So we're locating ourselves. We're in him. And in him we, we live and we, we move and we, and we have our being as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are his offspring. You see that? Now watch this. So his offspring are those who live, move, and have their being where? In him. Come on, say live, live. Move, move, have our being. Have our being. 
Now watch this. Let's prove this out. That nothing in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God will be in him. Nothing in the kingdom of God happens apart from your faith. Because the scripture says in him we live and we move and we have our being. Okay. Well, Romans 1.17 says that the just shall live by faith. In him we Live. And Romans 1.17 says the just shall live. How? So we live in by faith. All right. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. I got a question for you, church. If I'm walking, am I standing still or moving? Okay. So in him we live and we, we move. And 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, for we walk by faith. We move by Come on, we move by faith and not by and not by sight. Woo. So we live in by faith. We move in by faith. Uh-oh, we got this third one, though, because if we can't prove this third one out, then that means God can do it whenever he wants to and that everything in the kingdom doesn't operate by faith. Well, well, <laughs> I'm glad you said it. E- Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Have our being, watch this. The Bible says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. Now, salvation gives you a new state of being. And the Bible says this new state of being came into existence through your faith. So we live by faith, we move by faith, and we have our being by faith. That means that nothing happens in the kingdom of God apart from faith. Now, 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 here's a power statement. So when we are not in faith, we are functioning in life outside of him. If in him we live, move, and have our being, and we live by faith, Romans 1.17, uh, we move, uh, that's Ephesians, uh, I'm sorry, that, that's 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, and then we have our being, that's Ephesians 2 and 8, then that would then mean that if we're not in faith, we're not in him. Notice I didn't say you're not his. I didn't say you're not his. I just said if you're outside of faith, you're not in him concerning whatever matter. That's why you could be, you could be his and not experience healing because you won't get in faith. That will put you in him, the healer. You could be his and be broke because you won't get in faith and get in him, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God who provides. You could be his and keep all your life uh, battling with anxiety. And, and I, I know some of it is, is, is legitimate. And some, I'm not talking about the biological. I'm talking about like we just keep messing up in life. We just, just keep going through stuff over and over. Keep doing the same, repeating the same actions. Because we won't get in faith and allow him to be Jehovah to Sikinu to us. The Lord God our righteousness. So that now he leads and guides us into all truth. Are you listening to me? If you're not, I want to make this statement again. So when we are not in faith, we are functioning, functioning in life outside of him. That's why faith is the most important message to the believer. Because you and I don't want to be functioning as his children outside of him. We don't want to be in the kingdom with an outside living. Are you listening to me? Now, let's get, let's get this. I want to start off, first of all, talking about the types of faith. I'm going to take you to uh, Leadership Development Bible Institute for a minute. Let's talk about the types of faith because uh, there are four types of faith. 
Number one, there is the lifestyle of faith. Come on, say the lifestyle of faith. That is not the faith we're talking about. The lifestyle of faith is what we would call the walk of faith, or very simply put, it would be called Christianity. Christianity is a walk of faith. It is a choosing to live life the Bible way, right? Uh, a good scripture, uh, for, you see, I got several, well, I got, there are several scriptures. Write these down if you're taking notes, and you're going to get my notes. 2 Timothy 3 and 8, we talk, that's the lifestyle of faith. Galatians 3 and 11 and then I want to read 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2 to prove to you that this lifestyle of faith is not talking about a believing God for something to manifest in our lives. That it's a living. It's a way of living. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2, Paul is writing to Timothy, his spiritual son, and he says, Timothy, my own son in the faith. Well, he wasn't talking about he, his son, and how he believed God for something. He was talking about in the faith. You're my, like I have sons and daughters who are up under me, spiritual sons and daughters who are a part of this, not my biological sons and daughters, but this life that we're in, this Christian life that we're in, they're my spiritual sons and daughters. Does that make sense? So the first type of faith is a lifestyle of faith. The second type of faith is the gift of faith. Come on, say the gift of faith. But that's not the faith we're talking about. The gift of faith is a gift of the Spirit. It's the gift that the Spirit of the Lord gives us. Listen, faith as a gift of the Spirit, it is a gift that can function beyond the reasoning and faith of an individual to manifest kingdom dynamics in a person's life. A person that operates in the gift of faith can heal someone that is sick whether they believe they can be healed or not. Because that, that gift will execute righteousness on the life of that person. It's the gift of faith. But that's not the faith we're talking about. We're not talking about the gift of faith. Number three, the third type of faith is operational faith. Come on, say operational faith. Operational faith, I believe personally that that's what Romans 10, 3 through 8 is talking about. When it says, uh, 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 among you, let no man think more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Uh, a lot of times in church circles, they teach that, that God has given everybody faith to believe, to faith to operate in a belief in him. I don't teach that from that perspective because if you keep reading, the next verse will say, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. The next verse says, having been gifts differing. So that faith is talking about gifts or abilities. I believe that's called operational faith. Say operational faith. Operational. Let me explain it out. It is the ability to function in a gift abilities and anointings without thought of action or doing right I, I don't I, when I was a barber I didn't think about it was a gift I just I remember the first day I cut hair in the military I cut 12 heads that gift came alive and I functioned in it without faith I functioned in it as an operation of faith because it was something already deposited on the inside of me Oh yeah, that's operational faith. Here's another operational faith I think that'll open the eyes of your understanding. You walk in the room, operational faith. You turn the light switch on and keep on walking. You don't check the wires to make sure they're connected to the box, to make sure the box is connected to the pole. No, operational faith says if I flip this light on, the light's supposed to come on. Many of you, you walking up to your car, you pull that key out, that's operational faith. You don't check to see if the battery is dead or alive. You don't see no signal that is connecting that, 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 that key fob 
to the car, but operational faith says that this button says it'll crank the car if I hit it twice and you pop, 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 pop. That's operational faith. Then you get in the car, operational faith. You don't check to see if the posts are screwed on the battery. You don't check to see, you don't check the spark plugs to make sure that they're firing. You don't make sure you have combustion in the motor. Operational faith says this key in this ignition starts this car. That's operational faith, but that's not the faith we're talking about. So we got lifestyle of faith. We got gift of faith. We got operational faith, but the faith I'm about to talk about is the God kind of faith. Come on, say the God kind of faith. Now, this is the ability, uh, I'm sorry, this is activating, listen carefully, this is activating the divine nature of God in you to manifest the promises of God in life. This is, listen carefully, this is kingdom believing. This is not worldly believing. This is because worldly believing says you got to see it in order to believe it. Kingdom believing says it's true without me having to see it and I believe it apart from our evidence. This is the type of faith that we're about to talk about. The God kind of faith. I want you to look at um, Mark chapter 10 verse 22. Mark 10 verse 22. We're going to read verse 22 through 24. Now watch this. I say this to God kind of faith. They were at verse 27. And Jesus looking upon them said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are... I mean, I'm, did I say, what did I say? Mark 10... I may have been, I may have, I may have, uh, I'm sorry. Go to Mark 11, verse 22. Mark 11, verse 22. Mark 11, verse 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, watch this now, have faith in God. That's really saying have the God kind of faith. Well, how does this faith work? Verse 22 lays it out. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be gone, be, cast, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. Watch this. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he. Now, you got to watch this because there's this running. Every now and then, there are things that cycle through the church. And what's cycling back around through the church now is a huge uh, surgence of coming up against speaking. The word of God, talking, that name it and claim it. Well, the Bible just told me if I say to the mountain, be gone, be Now, a mountain is anything in your life that is presenting itself in opposition or differently than what the word says it should be. That's a mountain. Well, what we did in the church to get out of faith, we climbed it. That's work. The Bible says talk to it. Maybe that's why we so thick down bottom. Because we've been climbing all of our lives. And then we're not only climbing, we are simply doing our best to make it in. So we don't really know if we're saved yet. The Bible says the God kind of faith says, it sees the obstacle. It says to it, be gone, be cast into the... And it don't doubt, but believes that what it's saying is going to come to pass. Do you see that? Therefore, I say unto you, watch this, watch this. What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, 
believe you receive them, and you shall have them. I got to let you leave the day with something very powerful. That's going to be part two, but I got to throw it at you right now. Notice now, notice now, it says, whatsoever things ye desire, next three words, when ye pray. Now, I'm, I'm going to hit it and quit it, but we'll come back to it next week. When do you receive what you're believing for? When you pray. So if you pray a second time about it and ask for it a second time, you didn't believe you received it. Because if I believed I received it when I prayed, I don't ask again. I thank him for it. See, the reason you hadn't gotten it is because you ain't got in faith yet. You've been asking and asking and see what you've done. You've taken a worldly approach to a God outcome. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, if the child don't get the piece of candy, the child keeps asking, or let me use another word, keep bothering, or let me use another word, keep pestering the parent until the parent gives in. And so we think that God being our heavenly father parent, that we can bother, let me use another word, pester him until he gives it to us. He say, that's not how it works. You have to believe you receive it when you ask me for it. And then when you, gotta th when you have to talk about it again, don't ask, thank me for it. Because you already got it You just don't see it But because you don't see it Doesn't mean you don't have it Are you listening to me? Woo! My God from heaven man See we got to get this thing right Because some of you been hitting your knees every night Asking and asking And what you think you're doing You think you're in faith But you're pestering If I tell my children I'm going to get it for them Don't come asking me for it again was my word not good enough the first time? I told you I was going to do it. Mayor, I'm going to cash app you $100. Cash app you $100. Why your eyes got booked like that? I just need your cash app. I'm going to cash app you $100. Okay? All right. All right, I got a pastor note. Let me move on. I got a pastor note on the God kind of faith. Listen carefully. Not everyone has this God kind of faith. Listen carefully. It is developed. It is a developed spiritual belief, and it must be cultivated because you can lose faith. You can lose this faith. Some, some, some of us will lose it, and some of us will faith for something and get it, and then go on sabbatical because we had to fight so much to get that. And we just glad, man, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get in another faith fight. And what you don't realize is the believer is never standing still. You're either moving forward or to do nothing at all is to move backwards. Are you listening? See, the Bible says, let us go on to perfection. So that means the Bible suggests to us constant momentum of moving forward, not standing still. Now, let, let, let's go a little further. Watch this now. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Where was I at? Okay. It comes, listen, this faith, I'm, this God kind of faith I'm talking about, it comes by hearing the word of God. That's Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Now, why you think, now you know why the devil, now listen, nothing in the kingdom of God happens apart from faith. And faith comes by, why do you think the devil work on you so hard not to get in the word? 
Why you think the devil right now, the Bible says Satan come immediately to steal the word. Why you think he'll come into service and make somebody text you when they know you go to church and, and make you want to answer that text and respond to it like it's an emergency? Why you think when it comes time to get in the word, he'll, he'll throw social media up before you? Because he understands that none of that stuff builds faith, that it moves you away from faith. And you're believing for life change, but he understands that that only comes by him. So the scripture says in the book of Mark that Satan come immediately to steal the word. Why is he trying to steal the word? Because the word builds faith. And nothing happens in the kingdom of God apart from so if he can keep you from the word, he can keep you from faith. And if he can keep you from faith, he can keep you from seeing the kingdom. And it is in the kingdom that has everything that you and I need as Christians. And listen, it don't come by happenstance. It don't come when God get ready. It come by faith. All right, all right, all right, all right. I see, I, I, I see a look on somebody's face, so let me prove something to you. Go to the book of Acts real quick. Acts real quick. Acts real quick. See, because if, if you don't get, I went that route first, because if you don't get convinced, this mess is going to blow over your head. And then five years from now, you're going to be blaming God for something when God right now is spoon-feeding you what you need to get you out. He's giving it to you at an ABC level so you can get it. And get yourself out and keep on moving up in here. Notice the Bible said we grow from faith to faith. So your faith should always be on something. And your faith should be on something that's beyond. Listen, your faith should always be beyond your fingertips. Because if you can grab it, you don't need faith for it. So you always need to have faith on something that's bigger than what you can do. Are you listening to me? Now watch this. Let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you that nothing in, nothing in the kingdom happens apart from faith. Look at Acts chapter 14. Let's start reading that verse 8. Acts chapter 14, that verse 8. I got to bring, got a couple of people. I got to get them on, on the train with me. We leaving them, and I don't want to leave nobody. Oh, God, I don't want to leave nobody. But you know what? In this next dispensation, I hear the Lord say, leave them. God wouldn't say that. Well, you can't force nobody to come. See, the question must be asked, if you came to church not to get on the train, why you come? You just trying to check it off your list? No, I come to church with an expectation. Amen. You, you, would, you would discipline your child if they went to school and act up. Because as a parent, you say, that is not what I sent you there for. To be acting up in class. But ain't it amazing? As grown children, we come to church and act up. Totally ignore everything that's coming across the pulpit. Well, what you here for? You should have stayed at home and, and, and <laughs> kept them old rusty underwear on and stayed on the couch and did whatever you were going to do if that was your reason for coming to church. But see, we, we, equate, we equate growth in God with our age. But all old men are wise. <laughs> and what Job said He said all old men are I remember I was in the barbershop This man I was a young preacher He just figured he knew more than me Trying to go off on me And I said sir the Bible say All old men are wise And I just shut up after that <laughs> Amen I respect you because of your age But it don't mean what's coming out of your mouth Is the wisdom of God And sometimes men We want respect for something that we're not and you want your age to speak up for you, but it's not age that speaks, it's character. Amen. <laughs> I just straightened them out. Acts chapter 14, there at verse 8. Look what the Bible says. I'm going to show you now. And a certain, and there was a certain man in Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who never had walked. This man never walked. We got a, we got a mountain. Would you agree with that? What's his mountain? 
He can't walk. And we need that mountain to move, don't we? Do you believe that God has the ability to move that mountain? Amen. Well, let's see if God just going to move it. Because he, he does, so why won't God just heal the man? Well, nothing happens in the kingdom of God apart from faith. Watch this now. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him. This is Paul. Paul sees him perceiving that he had faith to be, not question, did the man start out with that faith? No, the, script, the way the scripture reads is the man started out by hearing and hearing, and from hearing he got in faith from what he heard. So evidently, Paul is speaking about Jesus of Nazareth who can heal, who can give sight to the blind, who can heal the brokenhearted, right? Who, 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 can, give, who can give strength to the feeble. He's hearing this, and then all of a sudden, inside, he gets faith. He sees himself being able to be the man that he's talking about. And the Bible says, now when Paul perceives that he had, notice Paul, now, 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 why didn't Paul? See, we make this mistake in church. The gift of faith can do it, but we can't. We make the mistake of seeing people sick and just walking up to them and saying, be healed. It's going, not if it's not faith in them. It ain't that the word ain't going to work. Now, if God gives you a direct command to do it, that's differently. But now, and on the world, it oftentimes, but we're talking about believers, those of us that are in the body of Christ, we need faith. We're in him now. We need faith. We should be operating like we're in him. I'm going to say something that's going to shock many of you. Miracles were really for unbelievers, not believers. It's not a miracle if I feed my children. <laughs> I done messed some of y'all up. Is he a God of miracles? Absolutely. Absolutely, but I'm a child of God. I have a right to my father's benefits. A miracle, miracle one, one side of a miracle is something happening to someone that is undeserving of it. I am deserved. The Bible says, how would they believe except they see signs, miracles, and wonders? I don't need to see it to believe it. I believe it, then I see it. So sometimes we in church... Prayer, shouting for miracles because what we're wanting God to do is establish us in belief. Mm. Now, wouldn't that be amazing if your child had to believe for you to feed them? If your child had to believe for you to pay the bills of the house so they had lights and, and water, hot water and food on the table. If your child had to believe, I mean, you are the, you are the parent of abundance. You get what I'm saying? You got it. And your child got to believe that you just going to look beyond their faults and, and just somehow, some way, some new shoes going to come up in this house to help them out from not walking barefooted. You'd be a poor parent. No, they don't have to believe for that. It's an expectation of the parent. It's the responsibility of the parent to take care of the child. So the child don't need a miracle. Are you listening to me? Now, I'm not saying God don't work miracles for us. That is not what I'm saying. But I think we really got to understand it first from its, from its meaning into where it proves itself out in our lives. Are you listening to them? What really is a blessing to us looks like a miracle to others. Because they're wondering how in the world did that happen? And you're able to say, man, my God, this, this, is, cover, this is promise. This is how it show up. In my, and it's a miracle to them. It should be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Now you do with that what you want, but look at the next verse. Uh, Paul, perceiving now that this man had the faith to be healed, then he said something. Notice he didn't say anything before faith was there. 
he perceived faith in the man, and then he said with a loud voice, stand up right on thy feet, and he leaped and walked. You see that? So notice it didn't happen until faith was present. Now, now let's, let's get back over here because I got four minutes left. So, uh, God get, told me that a lot of believers aren't in faith, they're in reasoning. Hmm. And reasoning is a choice of whether or not you will apply or obey the word of God. Reasoning is also living at the ability of one's own will and belief and not God's. He told me that. He said, many of my people, he said, they're not in faith, they're in reasoning. And it's dangerous for you to be in reasoning because that's a life without God. Or it's a life with God on speed dial. Amen. Now watch this. So what is faith? What is faith? This may be all I have the opportunity to get in. What is faith? Faith is a law. It's a law. Now listen, laws are not biased. They work the same for everyone. I'm not, listen, don't, don't, go, don't go Jim Crow and all that with me. We're just talking about the basis of the word. Faith is a law, and laws are not biased. What do you mean, Pastor, when laws are not biased? Well, if I jump off this building and you jump off this building, the law of gravity pulls both of us down. Now, depending on weight size, one may fall faster than the other, but the law says we are both coming, so that law is not biased. It works the same. Faith is not biased. It works the same for everybody. Write down Romans 3 and 27. The Bible says that, that it, it details to us that faith is a law. It works. Come on, say it works. Now, if you're not working it, then that's your fault, but it still works. It's a law. The next thing, what is faith? Faith is. Come on, say it is. In other words, faith is always in the now. Am I in y'all way? Faith is always, appreciate your honesty. Faith is always, who said that? Let me stand in front of you. No, I'm just Faith is always in the now. Say that. Faith, Faith is always, always in the now. Listen, I am for keeping hope alive, but you've got to move beyond hope to faith because hope has no legs to stand on its own. Hope is a future event. Watch this. Faith is the substance of things hope. So faith, you need faith because faith pulls hope out the future and brings it into your now. So we can't keep singing, keep hope alive. We got to preach faith. Because if you keep saying hope, you're, you're having a hope for a future that if you get in tomorrow, you're going to hope again. So you keep pushing stuff in your future. Faith brings your future into your now. Faith is in and out. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 6. This is good teaching. Oh, God, I got a minute. What is faith? Faith is what gives permission to the word to manifest. Did that boy just say that? Yes, I did. Faith gives permission to the word to manifest. Prove it, Pastor. I ain't got no problem. My character witness is going to be Mary. And I'm going to say it very strong, then prove it out. If God, the sovereign God, if he had have impregnated Mary without her permission, he would have raped her. Let me ask you a question. Did not the word come to her telling her that she was highly favored? Did not the word come to her uh, uh, acknowledging that God wanted to use her body to bring the Savior into the world? 
but he did not do it. Watch this. That word did not manifest without her permission. God would have spiritually raped her if the all-sovereign God had impregnated her without her permission. You say, well, where did Mary give him permission? Glad you asked again. Be it unto me. She said, here it is, Lord. That's too much for some of y'all. Like, that's too much for some of y'all. That's too much for some of y'all. But she gave him the permission for the word to manifest. He didn't just do it because he wanted to. I'm trying to help some of y'all because you got it wrong and you think you got it right. You got to get off that horse that God going to do it when he get ready. Nothing happens in the kingdom of God apart from faith. I got to get you in faith. Some of you ladies scared to get pregnant, scared to have a child. I can't bring a child in the world with the way the world is. Where is your faith? Believers are not in faith. We're in reasoning. We look at the world conditions to determine what God is doing. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let me give you this last one. Faith. It's what gives permission, I say that, to the word to manifest. Uh, here's this last one. What is faith? Faith is living life God's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith, I like that. Faith is living life God's way. Come on, say faith, faith. is living life God's way. There are things that have manifested in Pastor M and I's life that our credit couldn't say it was possible. Our bank accounts could not prove that it was possible. That our faith. When we have to point to how we did it, we have to point to our faith in God and his ability to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all we ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of us and that power is faith. Listen, it's living life God's way. I love this. It's, come on, it's God's, read that, it's God's will over your will, and it's, I love that personalization you did there, and it's God's way over, it's God's way over my way. Because if we leave it up to you, you're going to count yourself out. You're going to say, I don't have the academia for that. If we leave it to you, the first thing you're going to do is look at your bank account and say, how are we going to do that, Lord? If we leave it to you, you're going you're gonna to rationalize what family, what community you came up in. But when I'm in faith, it's going to be God's will over my will and whether my faith is going to be God's way oh who would ever thought man that a dude from Tomonville on Donald Street would be able to that God will use to manifest something like this that God will say go over there and 2500 University Boulevard and y'all buy 211 acres of property debt free who would ever thought but listen I didn't look where I was from I looked where God was What I'm trying to tell you as we close, you got to stop counting yourself out. Stop counting yourself out and start counting on your faith. Y'all ain't hearing me up in here. Because with men, it is impossible, but, but not with God. For with God, all oh, things, I dare you to nudge your neighbor and say, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Whatever you believe in God for, it's possible. If you want to be dead free, it's possible. If you want to be healed in your body, it's 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 if you want to be off that off that medication, it's it's possible. But it requires your faith. And I gotta teach you how to get in faith. 
Some of you resting on what the doctor said. Well, the doctor said it. I got news. He's a practicing physician. You need to have faith in the doctor of doctors. Some of you resting on what the economy is showing you. You got to get in faith. Faith always has reserve for the believer. So when the world runs out, it don't matter. God has an everlasting reserve for his people. Church, we got to get in faith. It's going to take faith for us to get over the 2500 University Boulevard. A 20 plus million dollar facility. It's going to take faith. Now, and if you got to want to write the check, then fine. But what the Lord is saying, if we could just get in faith. If we could just set our eyes on him and believe for the God that could do anything but fail. Old church used to sing a song, and I, you know, we throw all that old stuff away, but, but grandma and them, they didn't have as much knowledge and stuff, some of them, as we had. But, but they had a revelation that they were holding on to. I, I remember they say, the Lord will make a way somehow. I don't know the rest of it, but just that part right there was so powerful. They knew, they had faith that God going to make a way. Do you have faith that the Lord will make a way? Do you have faith that he's a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, a light in the darkness? My God, that is who you are. We'll pick up on this on next week. Give God a hand clap of praise. I'm done. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you were changed by this message today, help someone else by sharing on your social media platforms. You can partner with us to continue to reach more people by giving at rightwayccc.org or on the Givelify app. Make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when a new episode is available. Thanks for listening.